1: Others, Mm. so go every time, so others may, every time.
2: Get some.
0: Live from KS Bar and Grill, introducing Pin It Deep
2: with Max Duffy and Miles Butler presented by Kentucky Sports Radio. Football season's back and Pin It Deep is back. We're here. I'm your host, Max Duffy. We've got Miles Butler in the top of KS Bar and we have Brent Wainscott at the top of KS Bar. We're back for our first show. Miles, how's it feel?
1: The lads are back. What's the uh, What's the British pub song that they sing? Uh, I'll be your dream, I'll be your... I feel like that's, <laughs> we're just gathered around, arms around each other. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. If
2: there's any sign that football season's back, it's that Pinnit Deep is back, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: This is what everybody waits for. Not SEC Media Day, not the first kickoff. They wait for this episode to 100%. be released.
2: 100%. So we'd like to welcome you back to the football season officially with Pinnit Deep returning. Um... Jet's go through some real quick housekeeping. Uh, we don't want to start off on a sad note, but just quickly to all the people that are struggling in Eastern Kentucky at the moment with the floods, um, our hearts are with you, and the show's heart is with you. Um, we don't want to dwell on it for too long because it's not really our lane, but just like to give a quick shout out to anyone um, that's struggling. Um, obviously terrible situation there.
1: Awful. And we'll make sure. Let's post the, uh, the donation link when we post the episode. We will. That we way, will. anybody can click and, and throw whatever you can and be very generous there. No doubt.
2: Yeah. Um, okay. New format this year. I am now the host. What which were is you unbelievable. Last year? last year, I was just a random guest that came on every week. <laughs> every
1: week, the regular guest. Okay. Um,
2: so then, who was the host? we discussed uh it was you uh we discussed a few things that we got some feedback uh, and we you know obviously played around with things last year um we promised there'll be less cussing um there'll probably be no wheelchair guy from vanderbilt that we yell at mm-hmm. for uh, 45 minutes um we're gonna try and keep it a little cleaner um but everything else will be the same um plenty of hot takes plenty of laughter um one real big recommendation that we got from plenty of people
1: it was the most common thing we like heard. i just kept it saying it
2: was like twitter po- yeah. uh, notification after twitter notification after yeah. twitter no- notification you had to mute um this is what we want for the show i said okay that's fine L- let us know um max and miles speak way too much they should just be production brent is the star and we need him to speak so brent take it away I hate you guys <laughs> because I know for a fact that's not how it went. And I just
0: want to talk about like I don't know if you're doing this to get back at me for what happened yesterday, but it feels it feels backhanded.
1: Do and you want to explain what happened yesterday? Cuz if we give our side, it's not going to be good you for you. You can
0: have first crack. Yeah. Okay, well. You get 20 seconds. You're on the stand. Crossing, 20 seconds. Yeah, cross-examination is coming. Okay, so yesterday we were supposed to co- we were supposed to record yesterday. Yes. I get up here yeah. after work, I get off right at work. Uh-huh. and I come straight here as fast as I can. We because, also have jobs. Yes. What what time do you guys get off work? Five. Yep. What time do you get off work? Five. Okay, I get off work at six, okay. coming from Richmond, and then you guys be here at, you said, 6.30. Cheetah like. keeps you in that long? <laughs> but, I mean, maybe. <laughs> um, but either way, like, I get here, and the podcast equipment isn't here, and I text Nick Roush, ask him where it's at, and he said it's in Louisville because it took it to media days, which is understandable. But I think, to me, that was an honest mistake because I always expect it to be here. And we usually coordinate whenever it's gone.
2: So um, Aaron Judge turns up without his bat. Okay. Um, a pole vaulter turns up without their pole vault. Um, uh, I guess uh, I don't know what other analogy you could have. Uh Steph Curry turns out without his basketball. Yeah. Like okay. at some stage there's necessities in this job and you'd probably want to bring the most important thing, which is the recording device.
1: And and this gets to the quote maybe of the year that we're gonna have about prior agreements. Yeah. Do you know the quote, Brent? I do not. Prior agreements, prevent, prevent
2: future misunderstandings. Yeah.
1: We had agreed, six thirty, here to record the podcast. What's the first thing we would need if we're gonna record? The equipment to record, Brent. Yeah. Yep.
0: Okay, so I think it's easy to expect when you leave the equipment in one place mm-hmm. and you're not notified that the equipment would be gone, this, you would expect the equipment to be there. But I also don't think Roush expected us to be needing it this early, so I think it's just a we, common misunderstanding, and I got too much of the We're
2: going to move on in a second, yeah. but this reminds me of a famous Mark Stoops quote. It's too easy when things are going bad to stand in the corner and start pointing, pointing fingers. fingers point it's fingers. too easy to stand in the corner and point fingers. Hey, when you point one finger, there's four pointing back at yourself. So there's literally. Let's let's two. get the mirror out. Two. Let's get yeah. the mirror out and look at ourselves and go, "What could have I done better?" Yeah. No, it's not. That's not blame and making you. What could have I done better? For me, nothing. I'm I'm perfect. <laughs> oh, okay. For you, Miles, you, probably nothing. You walked on water. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. You're a perfect human. I just
0: want to throw out too that I also went to Louisville this morning, got it, and came back well, here. We appreciate that. That's helpful. Yes. I yeah. also because drove here from Nashville. Like, are we just going to get into a pitching contest? Had you not drove from Nashville, there was a 0% chance I was getting that equipment. Yeah, fair. 0%. Okay.
2: Um, <laughs> moving on. We've got a season preview coming up in maybe a week or two. Um, very quickly, we do have an expected guest. I'm not going to reveal the name. Um, it will be a big moment in the show's history. It
1: definitely will. Uh, I think b- it will. We're not
2: we're not gonna like share that uh, right now, but it will be a big moment. Um, so that season preview is gonna come with him. Uh, well, you gave that to her, that's a guess, her, her after maybe. And we did narrow woman? it down to 50% of the population. Yes, yes. Could um, be a woman. Also, this year we're gonna make a uh, what's the word? Um, what effort? Uh, concerned, concerted effort. Concerted wow, effort, yes. concerted yes. effort. Yeah, there you go. Um, to try and get back with your Twitter questions that you actually put in because last year we were kind of on and off, going to try and make more of an effort to get to those Twitter questions so you guys feel like you're more involved um, and we're going to, when we have this guest, when we post and say if you guys have got any questions, we will guarantee that we'll ask a few of them to that guest. So make sure you're writing in on our Twitter, um, which is at Deep KSR.
0: Correct.
2: Yeah. So at Perfect. KSR. Okay. Let's get into the nitty-gritty. We're back with all the stuff. Uh, true or not true, boys do what they want to do, men do what they have to do, which for short, of course, is BDWTWDMDWTHTB. just makes it way easier. To yeah, it's just so yes. much, it just flows off the tongue. <laughs> so I thought we'd start with SEC Media Day, guys. Um, we're not going to get into too much predictions for the future right now. That'll be in the next show. We're just going to talk through what's happened, a few hot topics, and then uh, we'll leave you guys alone to drive in silence. Um so, BDWTWDMDWTHTD, uh, boys do what they want to do, men do what they have to do, is back. SEC Media Day, I've asked you guys to come in with three uh, boys do what they want to do or men doing what they have to do. Miles, would you like to kick us off?
1: I'll kick us off, yes. And I'm going to do it on a lighter note. Um, not a li- actually, not a lot li- a serious note. There was an Auburn fan that passed away apparently this year. Um, the Auburn coach, Brian Harson was speaking about him. He was nicknamed Mr. Auburn. His name is Buddy Davidson. Uh, Started as a student manager. He, for 62 consecutive years, went to every home and away Auburn game over 700 in a row. That's crazy. Passed away this year. But um, he was like 80-something, I think. But that's, if it ever means more in the SEC, that's your guy. Yeah. 700 consecutive games.
2: And passed away at the right time because Auburn's predicted Auburn's to come last well. in the West this year. So that was a great move by him.
1: 62 consecutive years of games. He's approached – like, you're actually getting close yourself to that. But Unreal. That's my, that's my first doing what he wants to do.
2: That is a, that's a man if I've ever seen one. If I've ever seen Brent? one. Mine just feels so – Like how am I supposed to follow up with that one? Well, come up with someone that died. <sighs>
0: Don't, do I mean, it's easy, it's easy to point jokes at Auburn after this offseason. That's what I was going to do, but then you kick us off with that. So, I will say, though, a man doing what he has to do is Lane Kiffin, who okay. was asked about this at Media Day. Last year set the FBS record for going for it on fourth down 49 times. Yep. And when asked why, because it didn't matter the situation, he just said he believed in his guys. I want to see more of that. From no, clearly not the punter. Well, yeah, true. I forget that fourth down is when you guys shine, so – I
2: yeah, didn't that's shine that's on fourth a, down. That's actually, yeah, that's a little bit of a sad note, honestly, to bring up on the show. And basically you're just saying, fuck you guys.
1: <laughs> I like that we. the very first thing is, yeah, we're not going to swear this year. And then just five minutes in straight away. Good.
2: That's right. it will be start. dropped in every now and then. Uh, I also lo- saw, I love the, I know it's not one, but I love that Lane Kiffin just said no tie this year.
1: Uh, that's on my list as an uh, honorable sorry, mention. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, honorable sorry. mention. Okay. Honorable mention. If that's um, one of yours, take it.
2: My first one of boys doing what they want to do, and this will obviously be aimed at everyone except for the Kentucky football team, was uh, Kirby Smart, obviously the reigning national championship coach, decided that he was going to come up with an analogy that was going to sum up the Georgia football season this year, and I loved it. I, thought, I think it's the greatest analogy of all time. He said, everyone in the SEC is prepared, everyone's having their best offseason, everyone's doing everything they can do, everyone in the SEC is making one plus one equal two. Well, we've got to make one plus one equal three here at Georgia. One plus one equal three, and he just—he thought it was the greatest. He kept saying one plus one equals three here at Georgia. Well, Kirby, um, maybe because I don't think there's a whole lot of time put into your classes by your players, knowing that they're going to the NFL. Last time I checked, you can't make one plus one equal three.
1: I would hope if that's his mindset that he doesn't like keep score this year. Because that could really mess him up mm. in some games.
2: Imagine the extra points. Yes. He's like, we just kicked two extra two points, and yep. we've only got two po- extra points. What do you mean? With this, it equals three?
1: And no, I actually watched that clip. No one in the media even pushed back on him. Like, no. everyone said, Yep, yeah, that makes yeah. perfect sense.
2: And it's the typical, like, SEC media, like, people like Nick Roush, like, basically getting on their knees for all the coaches and just going, oh, they, everything they say is the greatest thing of all time. Like, That's a good one. Nick Roush, give me a break. Some of his tweets, unbelievable. Like, get up, get up, stand up, and yeah. you know, push back. You got another one for us? I have
1: three. We said we bring Kay. in three. And I have honorable mentions if we even want to go there. Okay.
2: I did not get that deep into the Second,
1: bag. Mike Leach. asked did you asked get him. that
2: deep into where, sorry? The bag. Oh, the bag. The bag. What did you think I said? I wasn't sure. I
1: <laughs> they asked Mike Leach about his kicking situation. Apparently, their field goal kicker. Did you hear this? I did. Okay. Their field goal kickers last year were terrible. And he made some snide comment about he'll get them out of the stands if he needs to. And they laughed. When he coached at Texas Tech in the 2000s, they had a terrible field goal kicker. As he's doing his halftime interview, they have a competition on the field. Pulled somebody out of the student section. He did like a kick to win a, like a month's worth of rent or something. The kid made the kick. Leach said, come to my office Monday. They added him to the team, and he started.
0: <laughs> what happened with him after that? Was he like successful? Or uh,
1: no idea. Hmm. But he literally pulled a kicker out of the stands and said, add him to the team.
2: All uh, right. So quick story, um, obviously participated in the greatest franchise of all time, uh, the USFL yeah. Pittsburgh Maulers. Yeah. The kicker on my team was unbelievable, made 59, 58, and 61. Great kicker. He went to try out at Arizona State. Uh, went to Arizona State. They said, nah, don't need you. Like, he went up there with a bag of balls and said, can I please just kick in front of you? They said, nah, not interested. The next year, he went to Nevada, went up there, didn't realize the arizona state coaching staff had moved to nevada like been fired moved to nevada they said you again and he's like oh i didn't even know that you guys moved on he said can i please kick?" no we don't need you like we don't want to see you kick just stop coming up here and talking to us so then he went to uh unlv and unlv said uh well, we've got a tryout day. He said, what date? He said, they said, I don't know. He said, how do you not know what day tryout day is? They said, oh, I'll just turn up, whatever. He found out the date, turned up, kicked off, said he was kicking them all out the back of the end zone. The special teams coordinator said, nah, don't need this. No. The wide receivers coach said, oh my God, he just kicked a touchback. We need that. Please bring him in. And the special teams coordinator, nah, don't need it. Wide receivers coach went to the head coach and said, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Can we please bring him in? And he got his job, and now he played for the greatest franchise of all time. The I Warriors.
1: love that stuff because it's like if you're a quarterback in like sixth grade, they're recruiting you. Kickers, it's like, yeah, we just found him on the side of the road and added him to yeah. the team. Yeah. He brought his
2: own balls to practice. And we said, all right, come on.
0: Well, how, how did you become a kicker? Was, was it one of the cases where you were like on the soccer team and the coach was like, yeah, we, need a, we just need this guy?
1: Um, the kid that was a senior when I was a freshman was on the soccer team, and he said, I don't want it to go down the drain. And he said, you kicked the soccer ball pretty far, so come try football. And that was it. Perfect. And then Texas A&M happened. Um,
2: (laughs) Number two. I'm thrown off now. Do you want me to go? Yeah, I I got my number two. My number two of another boy doing what they wanted to do was Sankey, the man himself. Yeah, Greg. Like, okay. Greggy. Look, you're you're up there. You're in a shirt and tie. You're in a suit. You're looking good. And you're supposed to be the professional face of the SEC. And, like, you know his media team or his PR were like, hey, you know, you've got to relate to the people a little bit. We're trying to, you know, make us come over as, uh, like, lighthearted and all that. Just throw in a couple jokes. Here's some scripted jokes that you can throw in um, before you introduce every single coach because he did a couple-minute speech before every single coach. And it was the most scripted, worst, cringy jokes I've ever heard in my life. And he would be like – and he'd, like, have a little chuckle to himself. It was like when your dad's, like – um, Ha, uh, ha, huh, uh, got an A, did ya? Ha, 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 And then everyone's like, yeah, awesome, great <laughs> joke, appreciate it. Like, it was the worst the worst joke I've ever seen, and he did it for every single coach, and he was an absolute boy. Well, that kind of reminds
0: me of what my other pick was going to be, was the corniness of uh, Shane Beamer at South Carolina, how they did that video oh, with him. Yeah. Dude. Like, after the first season, I understand why people are big on Shane Beamer, but it, I think it's getting towards – Dabo's well, like, level right? of annoyance for me.
2: Here's the thing. There's only one great actor of SEC coaches, the, the man himself, Mark yes, Stoops. We've seen the iconic mic drop that I think won him an Emmy. Mm. Um, Super Bowl commercials. We've seen him uh, do The Gate. The, oh, the Gate, the gate yes, of ad course. was probably uh, the most influential ad ever recorded.
1: Well, and he likes to give a tribute to the Godfathers and wear the nice mafia suit oh. to every media day. As he well. looked like he, he buried
2: about 45 <laughs> bodies in the Arizona desert <laughs> when he turned up, like he always does. Pinstripe, yeah. not a, not a, not even a little bit of blood on the hands. No. Like he just, Clean. yeah. He yeah. stood back about 10 to 15 yards, shot him in the head, yeah. and said, "Buff, yeah, bury him, <laughs> <laughs> bury him."
1: Went and got his red wine and Italian. Um, and was done.
2: While we're talking about him, I'll get onto my third one. Okay. And it's, of course, if it's Mark Stoops, it's a man doing what he has to. How to be. Um, and he actually gave us a take that I didn't even realize was true, and now I'm convinced it is. They said, uh, how good is Will Levis? Can you talk about Will Levis for a second? And he said, it's basically like he's an NFL quarterback already, the way he prepares, the way he leads the team. Um, I would liken him to current NFL quarterbacks like Tom Brady and Peyton Manning.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Current quarterback. So I, just, I, so I didn't know Peyton was playing anymore. I was convinced he wasn't, but he's convinced me that Peyton Manning is one of the greatest starting quarterbacks at Maybe the moment. Maybe
1: he's pulling like a Brett Favre and he's coming back again.
2: He might know things we don't know.
1: He would be in that inner circle.
2: Like, do you think he's ever watched NFL in his life? Surely not. Or is he just Oops. all about col- How does he say that? Peyton Manning. He's probably met him. How long has he been retired for? Six years? Seven years? About six years,
1: yeah. yeah, It's been half a (laughs) decade. It's kind of
2: weird it's been six years, though. Seriously, go back and listen to it. He said current NFL quarterbacks like Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Yeah.
1: Has no clue that Brady's even back in the game either. He thinks they're both retired, probably.
2: The funny thing is both of those have retired, yes. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Now, one of them is back. A little bit of a Jesus. Came back after three days, but uh, one of them, both of them have retired. Uh, Do you have anything more? I have one more. Okay. Okay.
1: Thanksgiving meal, this is this is what I'm picturing. Thanksgiving meal, Kay. you show up, everybody's gathering around, food's getting prepared, comes out of the oven. You can smell stuffing, you can smell the mac and cheese, you can smell the mashed potatoes, and the ham is perfectly cooked. All you have to do is do a quick blessing, and then it's into the food, and oh. then you choose the person at the family that cannot finish the prayer. Just rambles and rambles. Everyone's, like, looking at the food, looking at them like, we get it. We're appreciative. Can we wrap this up? He won't. Yep. That was Vandy's coach. 17 and a half minutes for his opening speech for SEC Media Day, which was followed by Mike Leach with the bless the meat, let's eat. Yeah. The six-second intro into, hey, any questions? Let's just get to it.
0: Um, how long if is would- too long for a prayer, before meal? Like, what's your cutoff?
1: I've actually had that. Anytime Lance opens yeah. his mouth. <laughs> I think um, –
0: I mean, my family's the same way. I they say, like, two-minute prayers. Two minutes? Is, I mean, that's exaggerated, but, like, there was one that happened this week.
1: Appreci- like, 30 seconds is good. 45 seconds? Once you get over a minute. 45 seconds push it. Yeah, them. over a minute's like, all right, Come, like the food's here. That's See, I need food.
0: it, like, sub-30. For me, like, the sweet spot's 15 and 20 seconds. You just got to bless the food, bless everyone
2: around you, um, go cats and get out of there. Like, you, I want a quick yes or no for you guys if you agree with me on this. Uh what Mike Leach does is exactly what you should do. You're going to get asked the questions that they want to know. What is the point of the opening, like, uh, opening speech or the opening statement? Like, I know every coach does it because they think they have to, but what is? There's literally no point. Our opening statement is what our record is at the end of the year. That's mm-hmm. what it is. You can't convince me. Like, I'm not going to sign up for tickets because you say, we've got a great team this year. Or, we led a quarterback by this guy. Or, we've got a great running back. Or, our Secondary looks good. Like, who cares? It, who's, if someone stood up and said, we are terrible. We're <laughs> that's, terrible. That's and we can't win. Yeah. We can't win. Then I would be like, all right, we need these opening statements. But they all note. just say, yeah. like, the Vandy guy who was like, we'll be a national championship team in a few years or something ridiculous. It's like... Okay, we can take we can take bets. It should be whatever you say in your opening statement. If that doesn't happen, Shot in the head,
1: dead. (laughs) Fired from life. I will say
0: though, this is the first year though that coaches were actually like, "Yeah, it's going to be tough for us to compete going forward because like our fans don't care and aren't giving money for an IL."
1: They're straight up about that. I like when that was the
0: only time they would be like, "Oh yeah, we're just screwed, like we're done."
1: When they do the intros and they do like you're saying the different position breakdowns, it's always good because they try to stay organized, and they do quarterback, running back, just like you're saying. And then all of them they're like, yep, yeah, and we feel good about, about the kicker. kicking game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah we know. That's all don't, we've got to say about that. Couldn't name our kicker or our punter, but no we feel idea. good about it. We feel <laughs> good about Great the kicking man. game. That's um, all they have.
2: Also, real quickly, SEC Media Day, every single time too, four of the seven teams on both sides of the conferences, the first question, if they're in the West, was about Alabama and Nick Saban, and the mm-hmm. first question, if they're in the East, was about Georgia or Kirby Smart. Four of the seven teams. It's like – Can you imagine hopping up there and they're like, hey, um, pin it deep, Uh, tell us about KSR and, uh, you know, how are you going to compete with Matt Jones? It's like, well, we're not going to be as annoying as him. Uh, We're not going to be as loud. Uh, We're probably not going to have as many political takes. Um, I could could rattle it off. We're way better. And everyone listens to us on Saturday mornings over his pregame show too. So I would love to get that question, but it's like, why would you ask us that question?
1: And they go with the typical, like, to Vandy's coach. How do you close the gap with Georgia? We get better players. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. probably <laughs> the start.
2: Win more games. Yeah, we'll yeah. win more games. Uh, do you have any honorable mentions then before we move on to it, oh, let see. Segment.
1: What did I have? Left? Oh, uh, you mentioned it, though. Kiffin. Kiffin said, um, I'm not wearing a tie. Somebody said we should and I'm not going to follow the rules. Yeah. Why do we wear a tie? I think they should keep that trend and each year just keep removing an article of clothing until <laughs> all agree. the coaches just show up naked. Just do what
2: you want. Well, it was very similar to, like, the Nick Kyrgios. I don't know if you guys watch yes. Wimbledon, yes. but the Australian guy that oh, yeah, I yeah. love or hate at different times depending on how he's playing, he would wear – so at Wimbledon you have to wear all white clothing all the time, and they are, like, strict on it. He would – Purposely wear red shoes and a red hat out to the court and do his post-game interview. Like get changed and put that stuff back on. And they said, "Why do you keep doing this?" He said, "I do what I want." Yeah, I like it. I, I love do it. what I want. That's being a boy. It. Kind man? of being a boy. Yeah, but no. it's also being. But a it's being a man. I'll give it a time, man yeah. just because he's Australian. Yeah. Um. You got anything else?
1: That was my last one.
2: Uh. I love SEC Media Day. It is fun, not because it's fun, just because they're all. <laughs> it is fun. I they're all ridiculous fun. in the
0: stuff that they say. For me, it's just like, it's like the first thing I need to know that like football is like. That's when it's like, okay, we're getting close.
1: Football. I season. do miss the are being. Told. Hold on.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot about the USFL. What's no,
1: happened, we no. are the pit deep podcast is back. Therefore, okay, football fair. is back.
2: What do you mean SEC Media Day? We discussed this at the opening of the of the show. But it happened before. Like, but I didn't realize football was back until this moment. Then I was like, well, SEC Media Day, what does that mean?
1: Fair. Brent, okay. it's good to see you. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. You it's all good to really, see you. Um, Thank you for driving course. to Louisville. One
2: You're of welcome. the coaches that spoke, and I'm working on my segues this year, one of the coaches that spoke, obviously, SEC Media Day, our very own Mark Stoops, Mark. one of the greatest. We will have him on this year, I, I promise you again. Um, me and him – well, maybe we won't have him on because me and him had a bit of a fallout over Twitter, if you may have seen. Um, They put out a beautiful photo of him that, I must admit, at some stage when I saw it, I thought that a doctor had given me a blue pill uh, because I was sitting at a table and I just heard a massive knock underneath the table. Uh, Probably the best looking man in the history of the earth. Uh, Looked great. The suits he chooses are unbelievable. And for a man as old as he is, I just thought I'd give him a shout out on Twitter. And I was being honest. I said. If I look this good when I'm 85, I'll be a happy man, and I would, you know, you try and be nice to your head coach, and I'm a podcaster about Kentucky football, and he came back and said, "Aren't you already 40 or something along? Aren't you already 40? Um, You'll never look as good as me."
1: The second part of that is true. Yeah, I was about to say. Which is true. So is the first.
2: Which is true, and I said Kentucky 15 and 0. Yeah, but like. I get that, but coach, I was giving you a genuine, like, if I look that good when I'm 85, like he is, I'm just trying to be nice. And he came back at me, and now I'm not sure if we'll ever see eye to eye again. I text him and said, never, ever come back at me ever again.
1: Well, he, and he band, said, yes. I'll
2: never be on the show ever again. And then we exchanged a few texts, and then I said, I love you. He said, I love you too.
1: You're a bit taller than him, so seeing eye to eye is going to be tough ever, yeah. unless he gets on a stool.
2: Yeah. Um. Uh. I don't want to mean and we're going to move on but did he get his neck removed or something i couldn't see it when he was did he get it removed i couldn't see his neck i but
1: think he, i think he was just a batting oh, was just a bad angle it happens oh, to all of us
2: he just seemed to be hiding somewhere um we've got one more and then we've actually got a guest coming on that's going to talk about mark stoops so please hang around for that uh don't turn us off quite yet um got a guest that's coming in that is going to try and convince us that Mark Stoops is the worst coach in the history of football. Mm. So uh, stick around for that and uh, trust me, we don't agree. Um, The last thing I'm going to get to before we get to that is uh, really quickly, Chris Rodriguez. Um, Obviously, there's been lots said about it. Uh, He had the DUI, which I'm guessing he'll have to, let's just assume he'll miss the first game because that's normally the protocol. Uh, and really, that first game doesn't matter. So it's like the punishment that isn't a punishment, but it is a punishment. Um, there's something else that no one's allowed to mention. We know what it is, but no one's allowed to mention it. Which is hilarious that everyone just keeps saying that. Mm-hmm. Heard it on KSR a million times. I know what it is, but I can't mention it. Um, it's not that bad. It's a big miscommunication between about 500 people. Prior, so agreements. prior agreements. Prior do agreements to prevent future misunderstandings. They needed those. Sounds familiar. Um, yeah. It does. True or not true, for the first true or not true this year, if he misses the Florida game, can we win? Yes. Yes. Will
1: we is a different – like, yes, we can win. I think Chris is worth two wins this year.
2: Okay. I think that's fair.
1: I think he's worth two.
2: If he misses – so I think our first four games, Florida's the only conference one, correct? Um, I, believe I think we play, right. I believe we play Youngstown State and Northern Illinois. I think that. yeah. that's right, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think then if you're – so, okay, real quickly, if you're the AD or if you're Coach Stoops and you think we can beat Florida without him and you want to have a good public perception, do you say you're missing the first four? No. Or do you try and get him out with one? One. Because if, if one. the
1: – Zero, actually. He shouldn't – well, he's the DUI. He's
2: got to sit one. Okay.
0: If the severity of the second one isn't that bad, I, I, I think one's fine. Maybe two. But, I mean, at four, like, that's Yeah, a- but the
2: thing is, but the difference between one and two is massive because it sounds like it's just one extra game, but that's Florida. Yeah, I understand. It'd I understand. be
1: really handy if it was Louisville because then you wouldn't – it'd just be yeah. an easy – you could sit the whole team and you'd be all right.
2: Uh, quick story from our past. Uh, I remember uh, Cash Daniel was in some hot water at some stage for basically um, using some sort of WWE move on Kyle Trask. Yeah. Um, and he was practicing during the week. And uh, our athletic director came out and had a conversation with our head coach about he's probably going to have to miss the first half of this next game. Our head coach disagreed, uh, got into a heated debate about it on the field uh, during practice. You're spilling some And beans. Uh, he ended up missing the first half. So uh, AD, wow. AD got his way. I do remember wow. that game, but though. Because I can I- feel like this is going to be the same. It's going to be Coach Stoops, which, rightfully so, he's going to be like, I don't, I, like, why? We, we want to win. And then it's going to be, well, this is how our public image has to look. Could it be one game and a half? I think he misses four, by the way. That's my take. I think he, they'd make him miss four.
1: I think the advantage is going to be, which I don't want to get too much into the preview, but the new OC coming in, the offense won't have much film out for the other defenses to look at. Getting Florida early without Chris with that new film will be fine. Yeah.
0: Well, you got to think, though, it's the 49ers OC, too, who's to say we don't see little – wide receiver runs we
1: could run the triple option this year how do we, like no one knows yeah, no what one we're doing. knows what we're gonna do well, we might
2: punt on first down
1: hail mary every play
2: no i know what the 49ers offense will do Do you it's i bet
1: you know because they sucks. beat your packers every year don't they yeah.
2: yeah yeah how did that go in the uh championship game that you've already well.
0: done this like the last episode we did we already talked about this. how it go good, though well, good i good can't reminder. remember the score do we you did.
2: remember the score it's it's a touchy subject. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers can't win a game in the playoffs. Um, okay, we're gonna get to. How was your playoff
0: experience in the USL? At USFL was uh, it great. Did you make it?
2: Well, as people would have tuned in, we beat the Houston Gamblers in the last play of the game. So what a victory that was <laughs> for the USFL Pittsburgh Maulers. What a program! Um, all right, so we'll your do first this. season career, I wasn't was it? gonna do this, but we will really quickly before we get to our guest, Miles. You turned up to one of the USFL no. games. Two. 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 I wanted to. Come. What was your experience like? It's because the- what a franchise. Like, you must say, of all franchises, Pittsburgh Mall is probably up there with Cowboys.
1: You get to the stadium. The first game, I went with Mason Wolf, former O lineman, and he was on the show, wasn't he, last he, year? Uh,
2: no, he wasn't. But continue.
1: Anyways, Mason Wolf comes with me. Uh, cheerleaders are there. Great. We got front row seats.
2: Um, Tough to get a ticket.
1: Probably <laughs> 70, 80 people in the stands. <laughs> But uh, great football to watch. It actually was a pretty good – like they do good stuff on the scoreboard and like games and all that. Um, But no one was there to attend that.
2: And you saw two beautifully executed fakes.
1: Perfect, actually. A field goal fake and a punt fake that both worked. And
2: a hard count. And you lost. So (laughs) if there's anything that I like about – oh, we lost for sure. (laughs) If there's anything that I've taken from Aaron Rodgers' game, which is not his personality, not his takes, and not his football ability, it's just the ability to hard count. I went – Three from three on field goal hard. Because there's no one in the stadium. So they can hear everything you say. Three from three on hard counts and making them jump. And to keep the offense going.
1: Maybe that's what Kentucky's going to run every play. Just Just hard hard count the whole way
2: down the field. All right. I like it. I like it. Uh, Let's get to our guest and work out why Mark Stoops is or isn't the greatest coach of all time. We're back with Adam Banks. From Off the Cuff with Adam Banks, is that correct?
3: Off the Cuff with Adam Banks, yes. It's a local radio show here in Lexington. It comes on every Thursday from 4 to 5 live on WLXU 93.9. What's
2: the main topics?
3: Uh, have you ever watched Seinfeld on TV? Uh, I have. It's the show about nothing. I do the radio show about nothing. Okay. Hmm. I do local coverage. If there's a big story, that's when radio is really fun. Like right now, uh, there's flooding going on in my hometown. There so is, we've been yep. covering that. Okay. But... For the most part, we talk about everything, just a little bit of everything. UK basketball, football. Uh-huh. We also talk about politics. We talk about...
2: Soup Nazi. Yes, yeah. we Soup talk about... <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good time. Yeah, do you, Have you ever listened? Uh, I can't say I'm an avid listener. Um, I will tune in, though, for sure, and I think I'm going to be on there next week. So You are going to be on there. Uh, make sure you tune into that one, because I'm sure that'll be great. We're actually discussing... Um, the Australian uh, financial crisis and uh, all the things that I'm educated on—Australian politi- politics—we just got a new, prime, new yeah. prime minister, healthcare, education, gun yeah. control—all those kind of things. It should be great. Yeah, and be great. Miles,
3: you're also welcome as well.
1: Okay, fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Brent, fuck you. No,
3: no, no, no Brent. Hey, listen, the perception that I got of you right before I met you was just terrible. Uh, but <laughs> I wonder why. Uh, but when I was talking to him on the phone, I was like, "This is the most pleasant producer I've ever spoken to. Very nice guy. I do. I'm a Brent
0: fan.
2: As, uh, Thank you. Okay. Well, you're the only one. Jeez. All right. So, all right. That was very rude.
0: Here's the. <laughs> a few guys. You guys told him. Uh, you all acted like I was like the worst human of all time.
2: I mean, hey, you
1: were for a little there, bit. It's
2: it's you, Hitler, and Stalin. Yeah, um, okay. All right. So <laughs> let's let's uh, try and give a little background before we start this segment. Sure. Yeah. Okay? Uh, went to OVW. Yes. Um, which is run by uh, the godfather of KSR, Matt Jones. Um, ran into Adam, and uh, the first thing he said to me is, I don't know how you played for Mark Stoops. He is the worst coach I've ever seen in my life. And I said, All right, well, okay, uh, nice to meet you too. Um, perfect. Uh, I then rattled this off for him 33 wins in the last four seasons, ranking 16th among Power Five programs. Uh, he's won four bowl games in a row, which is the first time since 1898 for the program. Uh, since 2016, he has a 20-8 and eight record, which is uh, – I don't think okay, Wait, Wait, Can we wait, d- time d- time wait. Wait, with games out. decided by s- seven points or less.
1: I have a question. You said four bowl wins in a row for the first time since when?
2: 1898.
1: Okay, is that when the program started or we had four bowl wins in a row then –
2: we had four bowl games then. There
1: was yes. bowl games in uh, 1890. Apparently.
0: apparently. I, was bowl. I also um, think Kentucky is maybe the only – or they're up there with like the active bowl streak wins at four.
2: Okay. Um, first listen. win at Tennessee since 1984 under Mark Stoops. First New Year's bowl win since 1951. Uh, two 10-win seasons, which is the first time in 50 years. Mm-hmm. Um, SEC Coach of the Year in 2018. Uh, f- first final poll ranking since 1984, and we've been ranked twice in the last four years, 12th and 18th. First bowl win since 2008. Yep. Uh, first win against Florida since 1986. Long time. First bowl appearance since 2010 when he had his in 2016. Um, given uh, best-looking man in America uh, 15 <laughs> years in a row. Um, and also uh, won CrossFit world champion uh, last <laughs> year and then 2015 Um, Also, Starbucks member Mm -hmm. and avid uh, coffee intaker. I think I believe it says here um, most coffees consumed by a single (laughs) human being um, in the history of Earth. And uh, also probably the greatest comedian of all time during uh, team meetings. Uh, Adam, you said he sucks.
3: (laughs) So, first of all, Joker beat Tennessee, too, when he was here. I think that was the first time. I think Joker broke the streak. So, and... When we look at Mark Stoops' SEC performance, it could be better. For as much as he makes, what's he making? Six, seven, eight million dollars. Okay, I want to, the- I want to, I want to
2: preface that with, I think if you ever lose an SEC game ever, then your SEC record could be better. Not, not to mention, he is the second longest tenured head coach in the SEC, only behind also, Nick Saban. I want to say just quickly, also the second longest coach in the SEC. Too. Yeah, I, yes, longest. I
3: mean yes, because we number his, one Brian. Behind
2: Uh I I don't want to reveal who's first. But So,
3: so his SEC performance, I think, for what he gets paid, it could be better. Let's look at the major teams to beat in the SEC. Okay. Okay, Georgia. What's his record against Georgia? Zero and nine. Okay. What's his record against Florida? Two and seven. What's his record against Tennessee? Two and seven. To me, that is mediocre at best. You're looking at a guy who's making so much money, you need to be adding on to those wins
0: in the SEC. What was Rich Brooks' record against uh, Tennessee and Florida? Rich Brooks'
2: record against Tennessee and Florida. Now, so, I came... He only beat Do Georgia you, once. Do you feel like we've improved, though? As in, like, we went from As two and ten. I understand. We turned... the. So, this is... My argument would be, very simply, he's turned the probably the worst Power 5 football team in the country into a perennial powerhouse in the SEC. And, yes, we ha- he's had all those records, but those losing games, the majority of them were at the start of his tenure, and recently he would be... 2 and 2 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but
3: there's a lot of people that have a, a good start when they started a program. I mean, I, I remember Jim McElwain got hired at Florida right around the time that Mark Stoops got hired at Kentucky, and he was going in and. Dominated. He's still
2: coaching Florida, right? No, no, no. He, ah, so he, he moved on. Well,
3: ah. I think he got in trouble with some something to do with like
0: messing around with a fish on a boat.
3: Shot the shark.
2: Yeah, that yeah. wasn't him. Yeah. Baby, <laughs> wasn't baby him. shark,
1: baby shark. <laughs> no, no, he got denied, fi- denied, denied.
0: He got fired because they won four games. The year he got fired.
3: Well, yes, they they didn't let him finish out the his third. It was in his third season, by the way. But his first two seasons, look what he did. He had those ten win seasons that you were talking about in his first two years, of his tenure at Florida. And then when he left, I believe, honestly, that Florida was experiencing some of their biggest down years in the program's history. So I'm glad that we snuck in there and stole those wins. Because Kentucky
0: we, beat Florida the year they went to the Sugar Bowl. The year that – Or no, it wasn't the Sugar Bowl. It was a New Year's Six Bowl. They went to a New Year's Six Bowl the year we beat them.
3: And then you got Tennessee. Uh, on the road. Yes. And then you have Tennessee, who we beat twice in Mark Stoops' nine years at Kentucky. And then we've got Georgia, 0 and 9. That's three major teams, I would say, that we need to increase our record against. So I just am not buying into the hype of Mark Stoops being this great college football coach in today's game. Okay,
2: so, all right, that's fine. So your argument would be if we can beat those teams consistently over the next few years or we basically have to win the East. Is that what you're saying? For what he gets paid, we have to win the East for him to be a good coach.
3: I, I think that yes, we have to improve our
2: our record against the major programs in Which the Which would East. mean winning the East, pretty much. The,
1: do you do the, you think? The, so in, if he
2: doesn't win the East, do we just he's gone? Out. Should we fire him? Yes, absolutely. Wow. Wow. This okay. year. Wait. So wait this
3: wait, wait, year. This wait, wait, year. Wait. This year. Oh, this year. Uh, I mean, it's hard to come on here and say to fire the man after coming off of. A non win season. Ten, Reg- ten. Regular season, ten.
1: nine. And four straight ball wins.
3: I don't think he's ever had a ten-winning season. He it- has. Regular season? No. no, no.
1: But ten, it, they count just the same.
3: Do they? Yes. Okay, so ten-win seasons, nine So
2: tenths. 18th in the country wasn't enough for you. Is that what we were? Yeah.
0: At the end of 2018, you were what, 12th.
2: 12th, ninth, yeah. That was good.
3: In, in nine years, I think you, you should have done something. I think you should have gotten the top 25 in nine years.
1: Okay. Question. You're only as faithful as your options. That's a true life saying. Do you think we, Kentucky, if they fired Mark Stoops, could go get someone that would do a better job than Mark's doing right now?
3: I think that Liam Coleman could have been a great head coach. I
2: think if they would have got rid of
0: uh, – Yeah, but he's in the NFL. That's like saying let's go get, let's go get uh,
2: Belichick. Okay, I'm going to push back on that. I disagree. So, I'm not saying this – I hate when people say this, but it is kind of somewhat true. To people that have played – and have been in the environment. Yes. There is no way in the world, I'm sorry, and he, he won't listen to this, so it doesn't matter, that Liam Cohen could be a head coach of SEC. Do you think Mark Sticks because, does any better? During, yes, yes. because, be you, okay, On when you are a head coach, you have absolutely, and he said this, so I'm not breaking news, you have absolutely nothing to do with the game plan. Nothing. Because you're so busy trying to get recruits, trying to get people to donate, trying to like improve the program, improve the facilities. He said he very rarely even gets to watch film. And that's the same for every single head coach, okay? So your job is to be charismatic and the guys to like you and buy into what you're trying to do. I don't think you could argue everyone, but we don't have five stars. We've got like one five star a year, maybe. We've got a bunch, couple four stars. He gets everyone to buy into the program. And the way from playing with him, there is not one person that would come on this podcast of any player. And everyone tries to say this, but this is true. Not one person would come on here and say, I didn't like him. Like, he was such a – like, he's such a dick. Like, he – everyone liked him and everyone bought into it. And that's, like, that's what you want. Cohen wouldn't speak a whole lot from having heard. Great football mind. But that's the coordinator you want. You don't want a head coach like that. The head coach has to be charismatic and just a good guy.
3: Right. Well, I mean, looking – I watch most of the games on television. So when I am seeing the performance of Mark Supe, just the way he handles his interactions with referees and other players, I'm like, man, you've got to calm it's down. It's
2: unbelievable that he does that because I can guarantee you he's the opposite until those three hours on a Saturday oh. where I don't know. When I get him on, we're going to ask him. Mm. It's like every ref had beat him to the Sonic Drive Through, like <laughs> Starbucks. I, yes. yes. Like I don't understand it.
3: But anyway, continue. Well, I mean, and you also have to look at his margin of victory. Oh wow! You know, wow. you you guys, brought, notes. Yeah, brought I, notes. I did bring notes. I mean, Max had some notes over here. I think it's fair for me He's to come have prepared.
1: Some notes. I appreciate here. that.
3: His teams also get blown out quite often, folks. But Kentucky hoops. has lost 30 of Mark Stoops' 52 games by more than two touchdowns and a whopping 17 games by more than 21 points. Okay. The average margin of defeat and losses under Stoops is 17 points. I hate getting when we get what about beat, the last few years. i hear sorry say beat. that's definitely that's not. That's to be early days, right?
1: When's the last time Kentucky got blown out? And I would say a blowout's more than two scores.
3: Against Florida or against Florida. Against Georgia when we played them last year. And we lost by
0: seventeen.
1: But that's like not
0: <laughs> Or it's twenty. It was three. It games was bad. Six. It was
3: bad. That's Georgia kind of did we that
1: co- to everybody. We
0: covered against we Georgia. We did cover. Georgia was good, but if, if Stoops is this
3: if if he's our guy, shouldn't he pull off at least one win over Georgia in the nine years? I, I,
2: I agree. I think at some stage we have to be closer. And I think the most disappointing thing, and we said this last year, where everyone was like got carried away with that score at the end of the game everyone was like oh we did well we got close no we got smacked
1: and we weren't even close and we
2: haven't been close to Georgia ever I mean I remember going to Georgia and some idiot kicked the ball sideways in like 20 rows into the stand on a punt and then we got smacked after that like We've never been close, and that is the one thing that I will admit. Like, we have to at least at some stage compete with them.
1: And right. at some point they said that that guy was the best punter in the country. Uh, what an award that was. Yeah.
2: Can, I, can I ask you a question? Who, in your opinion, is Kentucky's
0: best head coach of all time? That is, a, that is a good question. So, to be fair,
3: I think that my perspective is different than a lot of lifelong Kentucky fans. I started watching Kentucky right around the end of the Rich Brooks era. Okay, so I was around 20, 21 years old when I started watching Kentucky. I'm 34 now, so I, I came in on his his last few years were decent. I mean, we beat LSU, number eight, number one team in the country. We beat Louisville, which was like ranked eighth in the country. We ended up, uh, I mean, it was excellent last two seasons of Rich Brooks. Then I got to watch the hideous performance of Joker Phillips. Shout out, Joker. Yes, and then here comes Stoops. Between the three. I would say that Mark Stoops is better than all three. Wow. Um, but, you know, it, the fact that – I mean, because you have to – Rich Brooks never attained the accomplishments that, that uh, Mark Stoops has. But is Mark Stoops' accomplishments really that great to where we yes. are saying he should be considered a great – one of the greatest – college football is in the game today.
2: Uh, no, that, but that's not – I don't think that's the argument, though. I mean, if he wins two well, more games – he's being considered for if, jobs
3: like LSU. That's, that's huge.
2: Okay. Because if he wins two more games, winning his coach in Kentucky history. Okay. Yes. Also, so therefore, I think he's the best coach in Kentucky history. Okay, yeah. I can but that, and, that, and that's not saying that he's best in college. Should he get then, because of how he's moved our program to where it is – should he be looked at for big jobs? Of course. Literally. Of course he should. Yes. Now, will he do well at LSU or Ohio State or Alabama or wherever? He no. W- no, well, uh, maybe not. It's because he's not going to go there. We, 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 he he's won't go here. there.
3: Yeah, he'd be stupid to go there. He needs to stay here. People love him.
2: Okay. Do you what? know how much hate mail I'm going to get after this Understand? Podcast What <laughs> Okay, so then give us some actual, an actual take. What would it take for him to get fired this year, and what would it take for you to be happy with him this year? For me to be happy with Mark Stoops, I would love
3: to see a 10-win regular season. Okay. Uh, In addition, I would like to see us maybe go to an SEC championship game. Okay. I have nothing bad to say about somebody who takes Kentucky to an SEC championship game. Perfect. So that would make me really happy with Stoops. Uh, should he get fired uh, – if he gets another win like he did a couple – another season like he did a couple years ago in 2020 where he only won four regular season games, then yes, we need to fire
1: him. That was a tough yeah, year that for was everybody. A, that, that was, was just a, a whole for, different thing. That was everybody. What do, you, what do you think is Kentucky football's ceiling? Because I think that kind of gets to, like, the whole issue.
3: Like, but, what's, like what's the standard? Well, I well, do you I think
2: Kentucky has the ability with where we're located – um, just the whole background of the program, that we should win an SEC title.
3: Why like, not? We have the facilities. We have the I mean, the University of Kentucky. We've got uh, – it's a great place to go to school. We could recruit here. It's, we got – But uh, we didn't do uh, any of those we, things until yeah. Stoops got. Have and we and
1: ever won an SEC title?
3: We've got a, a stadium have that we? seats 70,000 people. Um, have we ever won an SEC title? Yes.
1: Not to no. my – I knowledge. don't think so. So, it's like that's not the standard. It can't be if you've never done it. Yeah.
3: Did Bear Bryant not win this? Then – I'm not sure. I'll agree with, with you honest. that
2: at some stage, you're either getting better or you're getting worse. Yes. So, we've gotten better. Do we need to win the SEC title? Hopefully. Even mm-hmm. soon. Otherwise, in three or four years – well, what's he got, seven years? Yeah. You'd. You, we're ha- – We shouldn't be but we are as a whole happy to finish second or third in the east every year yes and that's okay yes but i would like to see at some stage us contend for an sec otherwise i think at the end of that tenure then he's got to move on
0: for me i think of like he's raised the level of kentucky to be where south carolina was at in spurrier's last little stint there before they got bad where we're second or third in the east but like a year or two we can get into the sec championship game like We're close to that already. This this guy has already progressed. Like, there was a time when we stormed the field because we beat South Carolina once. Now the expectation is we beat South Carolina. So to
2: say that Stoops isn't
0: a great football head coach to get us that level. Here's
2: my my last question, and then we'll probably move on from this. Uh, And you're more than welcome to stick around for the rest of it. Uh, Do you think it would be worth the risk then of – I think if we keep Mark Stoops, we probably win between seven to ten games each year. Is it worth the risk to move him out to bring in someone that could potentially, I guess, in the eyes of people, win 12 games or go back to four or five?
3: I think it would be worth the risk uh, if he doesn't – yes, I think it would be worth the risk to go after somebody who could potentially get us to a 12-win season or win SEC championships, yes. I – I'm not seeing the hype in Mark Stoops. Has he done good things here? Yes. But has he done enough to make me say, okay, this is who I want our lifetime coach to be. I'm, I'm happy with uh, just the standard of what he's
0: brought. Like, I want more. And I think sh- you're just accelerating well, your expectations.
2: I, I, I'm just going to – my take is he could um, have my children. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what I would like yeah. him to do. He could uh, – whoever I end up marrying, he could uh, sleep with them and uh, create babies, and I would be happy to raise them and say that they are Mark it.
1: I feel like if you're coming from the perspective of, I just want to see more, outside of probably Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, every fan base would say that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it's hard unless you're at those main programs to get – like Kentucky's going to struggle to ever recruit at the level that Georgia's recruiting at,
3: I don't understand that though. I do not understand why Kentucky can't be it's Georgia. Because it's
0: I mean, very it simply I would, reality. I
2: would say high school football in the state. I would say uh, this winningness of the program, and I would say overall money. Because now that we're getting to NIL and all that kind of thing, I just think people care more about those teams than they do in this state. Now, could you change that? I don't think so because the population's different.
0: I gotta ask you this too: Are you a Kentucky basketball fan? Yes.
2: Sorry, we've uh, got Eli Cox oh, uh, just Eli. storming into the. Uh, he must need the keys. So, so, <laughs> so if oh you <laughs> welcome Eli. Sorry. Um. All right. We're going to move on from the Mark Stoops chatter. I was going to say um, just forget everything. Adam hates Mark Stoops, and uh, <laughs> I was going to go down a tangent. At one stage, there will be an OVW between uh, Adam and Mark Stoops. Um, so we'll try we and sort that out. We can continue
3: the conversation on Off the cuff with Adam
2: Banks. What we'll do is when we bring Stoops on, we'll bring you on too, <laughs> and you guys can go head-to-head. How does that sound?
3: I was waiting for – I thought that was him. Yeah, actually. he snuck up behind, up behind you. Yeah, um, I was, my yeah. heart dropped to my stomach.
2: We're going to get to everyone's Twitter questions in a second, and I promise you we will do as many as we can. Um, we've got about uh, maybe 15 minutes left, so stick with us. Um, I want to talk really quickly the Bo Allen transfer. Uh, is it our fault? Uh, So here's the thing. It might be. Uh, And I love Bob. Yeah. Um, But. So I talked to him the other day. And uh, it's, as you saw, I released it. It was a, uh, it was a breaking news. Um, He struggled to find a school because um, they just can't find a helmet that'll fit his (laughs) massive dome. Um, And also they said, like. Kentucky was happy having night games because you block out the sun. <laughs> we can't do that. We've got to have day games. Our fans like day games. And he's gone and gone, well, what do you mean? And Bo, like That's we, not what
1: he sounds like, but okay.
2: This, we're talking about a man that confused Belmont with Sanford because yeah. they wear the same colors yeah. and Belmont doesn't even have a football team. So we're talking about a highly educated man here. Um,
1: that's what, he's we probably m- looking at Ivy Leagues. If we're going to miss transfer. Bo.
2: In all seriousness, we're going to miss Bo. I love Bo. Mm-hmm. Uh, he needed to transfer. He did. And I've talked to him about this on the phone. He did need to transfer. But we are going to miss him. Wish him the best. Absolutely. Can yeah. I give a scoop? Yeah. I'll give you a scoop.
3: Well, now we got Deuce Hogan. And have you ever met a player or a person great named, name. named Hogan that wasn't um, any good?
2: Hulk. I will <laughs> give you a scoop. Bo will end up at either Western Kentucky or... And I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. This should be good. Tarleton State in Texas. Tarleton State? That's where uh, Billy Gillespie is. Uh, There's your scoop. There's the two schools yes. that he'll end up at. One of the two.
1: Do you want to know, like, can you give us why the second one's considered?
2: Because he told me. As in why? <laughs> but, like, why? Is that uh, he, is Division One? Uh, uh, FCS, is it? FCS.
1: But, like, what's – like, why?
2: Be, he'll start, Does I guess.
1: Dad, well, yeah, but he could start other places.
2: Uh, He well, – He chose a bad time to go into the transfer portal, let's be honest. Like, he was, it was everyone, some people had started. Like, I know he contacted a lot of schools, and a lot of schools were very interested, but they said, We've already started. We're a week into camp.
1: If you said, I'm looking to get a new job and move cities, I'm looking at Chicago, New York, San Francisco, and Paducah, Kentucky, (laughs) would you not be a little like questioning why that last one got chucked in? Great city. Uh, Are you a big
0: Tarleton guy?
2: No, if, I'm just like if it, it was. Like if it was, I'm a marathon runner, and all those other states were already ten kilometers into the marathon, and Paducah hadn't started yet, then it would make sense.
1: Paducah is a good state. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. No.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna miss Bo, and it's a shame we won't. We will try and get him on the show at some stage. Um, to laugh at him, but uh, one, the headsets don't fit him, um, and two, he'll probably be in a different state. Um, the Twitter questions. This is what I'm looking forward to each week now. Um, We've got some great, great people listening in that love to ask questions and we're going to go rapid fire. So please do not get stuck on these for too long. Um, Question number one, Cody Murphy, fellas, great start, (laughs) fellas, obviously there's a lot of preseason hype around Levis and this year's team. So my question is, are you Miller Lite or Bud Light fans? You want to start, Brent? Yeah, uh, Miller Lite, Wisconsin, Adam, Wisconsin, you
1: like the Badgers?
2: Uh, No, I've actually been. I think
1: I've been through Wisconsin. Oh, you like
2: losing teams?
1: Um, (laughs) Madison's a good college. Between the two,
2: yes, I'm a pick. You have to pick Miller. Bud gives me a headache. Okay, I'll
1: take high noon.
2: I'll take. I'll take Pappy with Coke. Um, Light ice. John Ellis said, "Can you talk about anything except Girl Scout cookies? It put me off KSR." I I was actually going to have a whole segment dedicated to Girl Scout cookies, (laughs) but... Good thing we read the section of questions first. Very lucky. Um, What is
1: your favorite Girl Scout cookie? We'll do it quickly. uh, You'll be angry. I don't even know of any. I don't even know. The blue box, the truffle, what's it, truffle oil? Yeah, the Uh, mint too is good. uh,
2: I'm I'm scrolling through these, so sorry if I take a little bit of time. Uh, The gate. The gate. The gate uh, reached out to us and said, uh, hope you will all be returning this season. Uh, The gate, we will. Um... Rudy Conley reached out and said, can you talk about food? <laughs> uh, no, Rudy. Uh, that would be just tune into Gordon Ramsay. Um, Jonathan Woodyard. Woodyard. I hope I said that right. How much does what other teams really matter to the...
1: Read to, this I one think I think he meant, I, yeah.
2: how much does what other teams say really matter to the players? We hear all this stuff about listening to what other teams say, but does it really matter? It would to me, but I am pretty like that. Well, that's something to discuss with your therapist. Um, first of all, he if said it's
1: pretty or petty,
2: I am. Oh, he did yeah, say petty. Say, wow. petty yeah, makes say petty. a bit There's more a, sense. Okay. okay. Um, so firstly, yes, discuss that um, with a professional. Secondly, um, it doesn't, it doesn't matter at all. Uh, but in a rivalry, if someone comes out and says, uh, Kentucky's the worst program of all time, like Adam Banks says, and we're going to kill you, um, you'd be like, all right, this game means a little bit more. So it's very silly to say outlandish things. But if, like, for example, when the uh, when the Missouri guy came out and said Kentucky's our rival, we shape ourselves up for this game each year. That stuff, probably one guy on the team even realizes it's said. It got said.
1: Well, and you can almost guarantee an unsportsmanlike conduct within probably three minutes of the game. Yeah. From one of the sides. Yeah. I also like that you're acting like it really motivates us, <laughs> as if it changed how we played when we heard something. Uh, what, Dem- you, you
2: punt the ball a little uh, bit harder? <laughs> There's no doubt. Yeah, okay. Yeah. A little Texas behind a- it. Yeah, Georgia needed to say <laughs> something <laughs> that was to me. Yeah. Texas a- a- A&M M- it. needed it, yeah. yeah. I it wasn't
0: d- even Georgia who said something to you. Wasn't it uh, – oh, who said it? Penn State. No. What to, do you mean? To Ma- who was it who told you to punt the ball as hard as you could at Georgia? Grant. Grant. Grant, Grant McKinnon.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, one person. I was thinking of Tristan for Rochelle – I want to say it's Rochelle Baker said, can we talk about Christmas lights dessert? And the weirdest things you've seen, heard, or done since wait, hanging wait, wait,
1: wait. out. Wait, What's her first? Rochelle? Rochelle. It's not Rachel?
2: No, it's Rochelle. Ends with an E.
1: How do you... Sp- oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, weirdest thing you've seen, heard, or done since hanging out with KY Sports Radio. Well, we're not going to include Matt Jones on the show. Um, <laughs> so Christmas lights will be done again. I love Christmas lights. And dessert, I think you are mistaking that for when we had the O-line in and we're talking about food. So what I'm is not,
1: your favorite dessert?
2: Uh, probably like a Sonic... Sonic, some sort of Sonic uh, mix. Last
1: meal, you're going to get a Sonic Blast. Probably. You dessert. <laughs> Sonic Blast.
2: <laughs> That's disgusting. Well, what, yeah. a, what are your toppings on there? Are you going to get like the Reese's Just one? Just M&M's, M&M's, I'm pretty simple. Vanilla M&M's.
1: Uh, what about a toffee pudding? Uh,
2: yeah. Good. Yeah. Key lime pie. Sticky, sticky date. Sticky, sticky date pudding. Yes, yes. Uh, sticky the gate pudding. <laughs> um, we really, this is Chris Hamby. Uh, we really want to know what you think about fellow Australian Daniel Ricciardo's season and when he will be a guest to talk to us. Um, Who is he that? will oh. never talk to us, but uh, he's a driver in the F1. Oh. Um, he he's uh, he actually came and talked to me at the football team I used to play with in Australia because his uncle was our chaplain. There you go. There's a unique. What's my He's from Perth, Australia. I have actually met Daniel Ricciardo one time. This is a good story. So I go to Austin, Texas, and the F1 happened to be on when we were there. And uh, it was me and a bunch of other guys that play professional football. He obviously follows professional football in Australia. We go to the bars, and we're trying to choose a bar, and out the front of one of the bars it said $1 shots. And we're like, perfect, this yeah. is our spot. Walk in there, Daniel Ricciardo's in there, drinking. It had been pouring down with rain for the whole day and it was pouring the next day. We said, "What are you doing here?" And he's like, "Well, it's pouring. We're not going to be able to ru- we're not going to be able to drive, so I may as well go and enjoy myself in Austin." And $1 shots, dude. Who would turn that <laughs> down? You're <laughs> You're a millionaire. What do you mean? <laughs> and he's like, "Dude, one dollar shots." And he proceeded to buy us all the one dollar shots, which he thought he was wow. being generous. It probably cost him all of eight dollars each. He's um,
1: a man with simple taste. He wants his last dessert to be un- a Sonic. He's un- a simple man.
2: Unbelievable. It's a unbelievable. simple man. Um, Charlie, five worst tailgate foods besides buffalo chicken dip. Uh, nothing compares. Buffalo chicken dip is the worst. What? Um, someone sent in the top of Mark Stoops's head. Uh, Daniel Hager sent that in. I also want to say I love how this is a segment where we're answering the
0: questions. There's no, There's I'm trying to find questions. Anything. It's you just scrolling through what people have said. That's that a receding hairline.
3: Uh,
2: that is. is a, yeah, that's, uh, it's running away from his eyebrows. <laughs> um, Phil Moffat said, Miles, does Will Levis actually put mayo in his coffee to prove that he's tough enough for the Australian outback?
1: I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> I think he does put it in the coffee in a video, but the rest of it lost me. Uh, What is the
2: Australian outback? It's like the Australian desert. Did he do that for views? He can't. Yeah, there's no way he He, does that. No. Correct. Um, Ben Lachlan, this is a good question for you, Miles. I'm scrolling down. We've got about five left. Will Miles, and he spelt Miles M-Y-L-E-S, so he's not talking about you. I'm guessing he's talking about a different Miles. Will Miles be calling in from the toilet this year like he did last year? (laughs)
1: Um, it depends on what I've eaten that day. So potentially, yes. A Taco Bell run will lead me Perfect. to the toilet Perfect. For those away. of you
2: that didn't tune in for that episode, Miles was on a Zoom with us uh, because he was stuck in Nashville, and he decided to sit on his toilet seat the whole time during the show. Because yeah. he had Sonic dessert. Yeah. Literally, Sonic
1: <laughs> dessert destroyed me.
2: Um, Adam, I've got one for you here. Troy, Hal, and Brent, you feel free to chime in too. How many touchdowns is – Levis going to score on U of L this year.
3: Twenty one. Twenty one oh. points.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh I was gonna say that so would be, that would world be a well record. I'll lot.
1: take under on that. Um okay, Brett. Like total or just I don't Yes, know, total. total.
0: So three. I would say it like four. He did he did four last year, I'd send it four again this year.
1: And they were all rushing, weren't they? Yeah. I say uh I say two. And I think we destroy them on the ground. Like, like somebody, we always like do. Chris mm-hmm. and somebody else running, yeah. We'll score 50 points.
2: Yeah. They're a disgraceful program at the moment. Um, okay. And the last one, uh, which we're naturally not going to answer, but Rhonda Jasper Marks says, wins, losses, and are we going to Atlanta? Well, that'll be answered on the next show when we yeah. do the season preview. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will have someone on. We will. Um, and so when we will get to that uh, with the guest that is willing to come on. Mm-hmm. Um but that's neither here nor there or willing. Um, but we will. <laughs> will we? Well,
0: I was, I think it's going to take a lot of willpower after I had to go to Louisville to get the equipment this time. So if it's here, it's, it should work out. I think it will. Yeah,
2: it, we will. Um, okay, we'll get to our season preview next time. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at KSR pin it deep KSR I believe Um, we'll be answering all your questions as best we can this was fun I'm happy to be back uh, Adam, thank you very much for coming in. Yeah. I appreciate you guys having me. I feel like sitting here, this is like the Roman Empire of radio. The
3: so
1: Roman Empire. No, let's, let's, no Brutus. No That's Brutus great. on the way out. <laughs> Don't stab me yeah. in the back. Yeah,
0: so yeah. do I get to come on off the cuff now?
3: Or? Absolutely. Yeah. I would love to have the whole Pennant Deep crew on
2: the show. Wow. <laughs> yeah. uh, Just he a had slap s- in the face. Adam turned up with a uh, wooden horse. <laughs> um, here today, and we're about to open it and see what happens. Uh, thanks, guys, for tuning in. We're going to be back with our season preview, so make sure you tune in. Um, boys, it was fun. Football season's back.
1: Good start. Good yep. start to the year. Knocking the rust. 15 off. And 0.
2: Thanks. Yep. Thanks. thanks.